Welcome to the Kingdom Community. Many in the body of Christ long for authentic community and a spiritual family to belong to. We exist to connect, equip, and send you into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God on the earth. To learn more about us, please visit kingdomcommunity.global. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to Kingdom Encounter. My name is Glenn Blakeney. Kingdom Encounter is brought to you by the Kingdom Community and Awake Nations Ministries. For more information, visit the websites kingdomcommunity.global and awakenations.org. I'm proud to say that Audible is now a sponsor of Kingdom Encounter, and we have a special offer for you. Head over to audibletrial.com forward slash kingdom community sign up for a free 30-day subscription with audible and download any audiobook you want and at the end of the 30 days if you don't continue with the subscription the audiobook is still yours to keep again that website address is audibletrial.com forward slash kingdom community thank you for supporting kingdom encounter my guest today is lois flowelling her passion is training and equipping the body of christ through practical bible-based teaching prayer ministry, and discipleship. Lois speaks on walking in our identity as Christians, inner healing, spiritual warfare, the prophetic, understanding our authority in Christ, deliverance, and operating in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lois is the president of Empowering Life Center and Equipping and Training Ministry. She also owns her own counseling business and is a licensed counselor. Lois is also the founder of The Gathering, a church based in Holton, Maine. She has an intriguing story. After almost dying of COVID last summer, Lois has had a spiritual awakening. Something has happened in her and the Lord began to speak to her and gave her downloads and revelation regarding the season we're living in. Her revelation and insight has increased tremendously. Lois believes that we are in a spiritual battle. In this interview, she's going to talk about the nature of the battle as well as the weapons of our warfare and the strategies that we must employ to overcome and to see the gospel of the kingdom advance. God bless you guys as you watch today. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Kingdom Encounter broadcast. My name is Glenn Blakeney. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. As already mentioned, my guest is Lois Fluwelling all the way from the northeastern United States in Maine. It's going to be a powerful interview, and I know you guys are going to be challenged. You're going to be greatly encouraged. Lois, welcome to Kingdom Encounter. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited about being here with you. Uh, Yeah, Lois, really looking forward to what you're going to share on the broadcast today. Well, my journey has been really interesting, for sure. Uh, You know, I get saved shortly after I was married, but and had a radical encounter with the Lord during that time. But it wasn't until a few years later um, when I began having all of these experiences in the Lord and uh, dreams, visions. Um, I would have open eye visions. I would just, it was like phenomenal. I could see in the spirit. I, uh, it was one of those times where it just flooded me and, and I didn't really have anybody to, talk to about it because I didn't understand. So it's been an interesting journey as I, I'm different, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I write about some of those, those experiences in uh, turned around encounters because that's what the Lord did. 
He turned me around from being a very conservative Christian <laughs> into really walking in his Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. And, and when we are baptized with the Holy Spirit, you know, it really and allow that work of the spirit to get a hold of us. You know, it really does change us. And and so let's just talk a little bit about your journey after you came to the Lord and, you know, you're filled with the Holy Spirit and then. Obviously, now you're in ministry. So how did that happen? Well, you know, I've been a, a teacher. I have many groups in my home. I started that way, teaching. But things started to shift in uh, me where I was having all of these experiences. And then um, I shifted from being a, a teacher in, in junior high to counseling because the Lord said, to me, this I'm I'm going to be shifted over. Well, after I shifted over, the Lord said to me, I I had a dramatic uh, encounter with the Lord, and I went into um, this whole vision uh, where He told me I'm going to buy a building. He showed me where it was going to be. Wow. Uh, he told me uh, it was going to be I was going to have three counselor offices there. So um, we built it. We redid the building. My husband actually found the building. He knew because I was out of town at the time. And uh, so we built the building around having three counselors. So during the week, um, we do the counseling. But I am very much Holy Spirit-led, deliverance, uh, that sort of thing. And so we have three different levels of counselors. Wow. And, uh, and then he told me, he said, you're going to do, uh, have host conferences. So upstairs we have, and you visited ours, you've come, uh, to our center before. So, um, you know, we host and we started to bring in some different people that were Holy Spirit led, which, stirred up a whole lot. But then he said to me, he said, I also want you to uh, begin equipping, you're going to have an equipping and training center. Mm -hmm. And he literally uh, uh, gave me the first, the 12, first 12 uh, courses that I were, were supposed to do. So it took about four years for us to go through that. I would do like three mm -hmm. courses a year and then uh, a few years ago, we uh, found ourselves in need of a church. So now we have a fourth adventure that takes place, and that is, uh, we call it the gathering, where we meet on, uh, you know, Sunday mornings. We have prayer, prayer meeting, and so forth. So, yeah, it has, it was a big assignment. Yeah. Sometimes people make the statement, um, that we don't really need any more churches in in certain cities and regions um, because there's a many, many churches. I know that's not the case where you live in Holton, Maine, but um, there's just a sense in which I believe that it's not just the quantity of churches and ministry centers, um, whatever you want to call it, if you want to call them mm -hmm. apostolic centers, kingdom hubs, whatever people whatever terminology people use, but what makes what is you guys call, have called the empowering life center different? Like what would, if somebody would go there and they would be with you guys for a season, how would they articulate what kingdom life center is really all about? <laughs> That's interesting because um, 
even when our courses we teach on the prophetic, we teach on the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we teach on um, you know warfare, how to war uh, differently. It's it's the supernatural, uh, and we allow that. We allow the prophetic words. We we allow the the move of the Holy Spirit. You know, church will shift up really quickly some days because if this is what the Lord is doing. Um, yeah. You know, I'll just give you a quick little example. I have kids yeah. that they're they're flaggers. We flag. My my daughter's a flagger, and she teaches these kids. So, so just a, for those who are listening or, or watching this, <laughs> a flagger is a person that does what? <laughs> well, they during worship time, uh, they use different flags, and they get up and fly, and it just shifts the Holy Spirit. It just, um, you, you'll just feel this, this shift taking place where all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you know, God's presence is so powerful. And I might be stepping out of the box a little bit for some people, but uh, two of these kids, uh, they're about eight years old. And, and so one, two of them came up behind me and started to flag over me. And so later I asked them, I said, what, why did you do that? And they started to describe what they were seeing Mm. in the spiritual realm. Mm. I knew what was taking place because God has given me that gift to be able to see, but they saw this warring angel. And so we're training up the children to kind of go with the Holy Spirit, not to be afraid of the Holy Spirit, but to walk in this. So um, our church is, it's not like that every Sunday. I don't want to give that impression, but I will tell you that it's, it moves with the Holy Spirit if, if God wants to change it up. So there's a difference in it. We, most of our churches in our area are very conservative. Yeah. Yeah. And because you guys are in a very, um, you Mm -hmm. know, remote area, really right on the border of Canada up there. Uh, a rural area, in a sense, very remote. You know, when you think about that in America and other countries, these rural communities, we need uh, churches that are really churches, ministry centers that are really focusing on bringing the power of the Holy Spirit. And unfortunately, this isn't the case everywhere, but all too often, it's true, is a lot of the churches that were started that were strong spiritually in the things of the Spirit previously um, aren't as strong as they used to be. And I'm just trying to be very nice right. here. Right. And so when when I travel, no matter where I go, like I'm always seeing this. I'm like, okay, we need more you know, ministries that are really know how to see the power of God and the presence of the Lord released and gifts of the spirit and operation, people trained and equipped. Cause that's a big part that's missing is you show up on Sunday or whenever mm-hmm. for a gathering, a worship time, but the training and equipping part, which is all about discipleship and seeing the body. activated, exactly. Yeah. That's missing in so many places around the world, literally. And see, that's part of my calling. God called me to, um, in that assignment that he gave me, he said, I want you to equip and train and, and make disciples. And um, in that fivefold ministry, um, 
you know, with the Holy Spirit, all of that, that we don't receive that um, in most of the teachings that we have. Mm-hmm. And so this is where we focus on is, is making disciples, helping them to really walk in the fullness of how how God wants us to. Mm-hmm. And so that's all part of that that ministry and that assignment that we have. I, you know, part of it is when I first started this, um, I could see myself as a prophet, but I never saw myself as an apostle, you know, in this. And um, until, you know, that started to, I was um, ordained as a, an apostle. And I don't even know what apostle is. That was not something in my, you know, our uh, uh, teachings or vocabulary. But I can see it now. And God knew ahead of time. And I feel like um, I just want to say this, if this is okay, it's kind of like a prophetic word that I, um, but I feel like there's some of uh, your listeners that are uh, negating or dismissing what God may be telling them to go forward and do, because maybe they lack understanding. Maybe they don't understand. Maybe it's not in their vocabulary either, but I want to encourage you. um, You go for it. You learn about it. I, I sought out people to help me to understand this. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I did, then the Lord seemed to just, whoa, come right on it. And he said, now go and do this for me. So I just want to encourage some of you that that think that you don't have the knowledge to do this. God will he's got you. He if he's calling you to do this, go learn. And I know you're a great one that teaches on much of this. Uh and you can, you know, learn they can learn a lot from you in that area. Well, that's so good, Lois, because it's true that we we often interpret things through our experiences or our knowledge mm-hmm. or lack of knowledge in a particular area. And, and let's talk a little bit about the specific things you do to equip and train people. What are, what is, what is really important to you that people, disciples of Christ, believers, whatever term you want to use uh, need to be equipped in? Well, you know, part of this journey is, is bringing people into their giftings. And so, um, so many people, I think, sit back. They just sit back. Um, maybe I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> sometimes they wait for the Lord to do some things. And sometimes we have to put action steps to things and to step out into what. So I teach on uh, many of those things, you know, to, to help people like the very, some of the courses we have, um, you know, is to how to study the Bible, very basic, you know, things, but then we get into some, our identity, you know, who we are in Christ. We talk about authority. We talk about, you know, we even do, we have a course on healing and, and then we, we step into more of the, you know, the, the, you know, the warfare, the, the spiritual warfare. Um, and so we talk a lot about the, you know, who who's this battle against anyway? And we teach them about weapons. We teach them about, um, in fact, the, the course that I'm doing uh, starting uh, next week is going to be on the spiritual warfare strategies, which is a, a little bit higher level of, um, of a teaching. Uh, we teach on discernment. 
Um, we can change the atmosphere if we can line that up. Uh, we do lots of things on the prophetic. Um, like I said, the spiritual, supernatural, uh, some of those different teachings, um, leadership. Um, and then, of course, I do have some courses that are not up online that I do. And that is uh, teaching them some of the, the methods of deliverance and inner healing that I do. Because I've, I've been trained in a lot of different inner healing uh, methods uh, and of course, every bit of what I do um, stems right around the Lord Jesus Christ. So yeah. it's um, it's very powerful, and people are seeing deliverance and healing. So that's some of the some of the things that we do. Very good, yeah, awesome. And we will let people know how they can find out more about your books and your resources at the end of mm -hmm. the interview. Um, okay, Lois, so we'll just shift into this is really something that I think everybody needs to hear your story. Last summer, okay, you became sick with COVID, mm -hmm. and we were praying for you. You almost died. Tell yes. us about that story and how it really impacted your life and shifted your ministry. Well, um, it, it came on quite quickly. I mean, not I don't know how to explain this, but... Um, I'd had surgery before before this, and I just never got better. And then I got COVID, so um, I didn't. I I wasn't. I was shocked in a sense at how quickly this turned me. So, you know, one day you're not feeling that well, and then the next day you're in the uh, emergency room, and then two days later you're being air flighted out. Uh, to a major city and you have a 5% chance of living. And so I spent um, several days, a week into the, um, on a ventilator. Uh, they didn't expect me to live, but you know what was powerful about this is that during that time, uh, my daughter and uh, a friend, uh, John Burpee, they organized this group and several different groups would come into that room every single day through a podcast, uh, through uh, the iPad, and they prayed over me. Yeah. But what was so so interesting about this is that when I got out of the um, ICU and into a regular, not a regular room because I had to go, it was like three levels before I could get to the regular room because okay. um, uh, I was a month in the hospital the Lord, I asked the Lord, I said, what's going on? Mm. Well, during that time, he would take me into these visions. So I saw the angelic movement. I saw, um, he revealed to me the plan of the enemy to take me out. Wow. He gave me divine strategies um, uh, that he showed me. And I have not even really talked about those yet because I'm still researching. And... Um, trying to figure out how the Lord wants me to talk about that. Okay. But I will tell you one of the major things that happened to me, uh, what, what he revealed to me was unity. Uh -huh. And he showed me um, the angelic forces that were around the room all linked together. And 
in that time, when I asked him, I said, Lord, what, what is this all about? And he goes, it's not about unity in the sense of what the church looks at unity today. That's not what he's talking about. He said, I want my people to be in unity with me first as one with him. And then as we link together, all of us together, then we're going to be a mighty force that is going to win the battles. And so as I, I'm just going to share just a little bit of this because I felt it so strong of a message. So I also went into a vision that God showed me three buildings and the one in the middle of the, of the, of these two other more modern, um, there was like people were coming in and out of those buildings and they were, it's like you wanted to go into those. The other building was dilapidated and people would walk around the uh, like they would get off the sidewalk and walk around it because this building was old and dilapidated. And then I saw a crane coming up to the building that had the ball and on it. And all of a sudden that ball started to hit on strategic places in the old dilapidated building. Now I feel that this is a prophetic word of what the Lord is doing today. And and so when he did, when he did that, then the, the crane stopped, backed way up, and all of a sudden the building just collapsed, imploded. And it wasn't the typical hole, like you see like a basement hole. This was like an abyss. This was like, this was going down in the abyss. And so I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what does this all mean? I'm going to get the Holy Spirit probably here. <laughs> but, but the Lord said to me, he said, I want my people to become like a wrecking ball. And we're going to go wreck things. It's not, you can't do it in the old way. You can't do it that way. You have to make it new and fresh. And the things that he's doing, we can't dismiss those type of things that he's doing. Because my people won't go into the old place anymore. And you know that. Yeah. But he will go into the new and what God is doing today. Wow. And so um, as the Lord, what happened with me in that encounter was that the Lord then said, I'm first going to become a wrecking ball for you. Hmm. And he just did some major things through me. I had just major. I mean, I was in that encounter. I know for 45 minutes to an hour and the Lord just was wrecking some things in me because of what I had gone through. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the Lord in all of that, the enemy is trying to take away our voice. He's trying to take away our creativity and he's trying to take away our legacy. Mm -hmm. And so when we become a wrecking ball out as a church, He's building us up right now to become a wrecking ball. We've had enough. Yeah. I've had enough. When I saw what the enemy tried to do, he tried to take me out. Yeah. And yet I survived. Yeah. And I have, I, I am stronger. I'll be, I'll tell you, I am stronger because of my voice is stronger now. 
Uh, I feel like my creativity is stronger. Uh, various ways of getting the message out. But I also feel I'm, I'm fighting hard for my family, my legacy, my grandchildren. And I believe that there's a message for people to rise up right now and become wrecking balls for the Lord. And again, I will tell you, don't underestimate what the Lord can do through you. <laughs> because you can feel at the weakest time. And I don't know how people feel about angels and stuff like that, but I had a great big huge angel mm-hmm. uh, when I was in the I, when I was in the ICU that would come. The Lord revealed it, stand behind me, put his head hand underneath my neck and whisper in my ear, and he would say, "Fight, Lois, fight for your time is not yet." Wow. And I believe that the Lord is telling those going through many, many things today, you need to fight. We need to rise up as Christian people. Don't get angry at God. Mm-hmm. What It's not God's fault here. He's calling you up to a higher level here so that you can fight for him and that you're, you're winners. I say, yeah. go for the win. <laughs> you know, go for it and win because that's where I'm at now. Yeah. So that's just a piece of it. That's just one little tiny piece of what I've experienced. So, yeah. Yeah. I look forward to hearing the whole story when you get the release on that. But look, this is so true because I I love that in Acts 13, it talks about how David fulfilled the purpose Mm -hmm. of God for his life, you know, serving his generation in his generation, his time. And, and there's certainly an assignment from the enemy to thwart and even abort our assignment, our purpose and what's happening on the earth right now, even with, you know, the emerging generations, Gen Z is the really identified now as Mm -hmm. the first generation that's really post-Christian. And, and what we need, um, you hit the nail on the head is that the old way that has become irrelevant, ineffective, uh, just impotent, in in seeing people come to Christ, we have to knock down those traditions and those way of doing things and allow what really is the New Testament way to reemerge. Exactly. And, you know, I spoke with a pastor recently in Europe who is very apostolic. He has a great ministry. In fact, they have churches in various parts of Europe and in even other places in Asia, and they are reaching the younger generation, they're not compromising the truth. They preach the word Mm -hmm. of God and they're allowing the Holy spirit to move. And, but yet they're doing things so differently um, in, in getting out of the box and being unconventional and really engaging their culture. And, and so we live in this time clearly where in many places um, the way we have, function as the church i'm not going to say the church is irrelevant um the 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 way we do we model we we uh, express you know our methods have become dated and irrelevant um the gospel is never irrelevant it is the power of god unto salvation but what what is really do you sense is missing you know and how do we move forward to really engage the masses that that have become disinterested you know COVID a lot of people have left Mm -hmm. the conventional more the institutional type of church and 
And again, I'm not against the gathering or, or church buildings or denominations. I'm not right. anti, but I'm just saying, what's, what's the game changer in all this? I think the biggest um, in, in the work that I do is judgment. It's that religious kind of a spirit type of thing. Well, it's, it's kind of like twofold. I think that God is call, calling us to just drop the judgment and just love people wow. for where they're at and 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 take them from there. Um, and I believe that when we drop that judgment, like sometimes, um, you know, many people, they don't want to enter the, the uh, walls of the church because they think that, you know, they're not, in, they're not perfect. They're not in the, right. you know, and I, and I think that's, God, Jesus modeled this, didn't he? And I believe that if we can get back there and just love on people no matter what, you know, and that's part of what we do. We we try to do that. Um, you know, we don't, uh, there's so many things that um, when you've been judged and when you've been, uh, you know, when people accuse you or call you names or, you know, say things, you know, this is what I hear when these people come in. I wasn't sure whether you would accept me. And I believe that's what they're feeling. That's why people don't want to go to church today. So I believe that the answer to this is let's love on them. Take them from wherever they're at. And, and I know that's a hard walk. I know that is. Um, because how do we love on the alcoholics or the addicts or the, you know, those that have, have sinned? We call it so greatly. <laughs> but we've all been there to some degree. But yet Jesus loved on them. He didn't. He just he brought them forward. See, and then we can see their gifting, their real gifting. We, this battle is hard. Because the other side is winning to some degree. Yeah. There are more witchcraft. There's more all kinds of stuff. We got to bring them into what the manifestation of the Lord and show them what the Lord can do. Wow, that's awesome. So what I hear you saying, the way I'm interpreting it, is first of all, we got to get rid of the, the judgment, love people, welcome them. Um, and that's so important. I've been reflecting recently mm-hmm on this verse in Hosea chapter three, it's actually the fifth verse in the new American standard. The latter part of that verse says they will come trembling to the Lord and his goodness in the last days. And, and I love that they come trembling to the Lord and his goodness. And I, I think of experiences that I've had. And one of the things that happened Lois a few years ago was so powerful was I was ministering in Miami, Florida and <clears throat> there were a lot of young people in the meeting and the gathering. And I started praying for people and the power of the Holy spirit hit this young man and he fell out under there mm-hmm. and he was shaking and crying and weeping. And one of the things he said when he came to, to himself was he said, man, he said, I felt such love and such power. He goes, mm-hmm. and I don't know how can God like forgive me all the things right. I've done. And of course, we spoke into his life and said, it doesn't matter. Like if you read the Bible, it they weren't perfect pe- people. Jesus, in fact, yeah. chose the, the quote unquote sinners and so on. So so that church actually really experienced um, a revival for a period of time, reaching a lot of those kind of on the fringe, you know, young, young adults because of the goodness of God. So, so, yes. so good. And then the second thing I believe, 
I heard you say was helping people connect with the presence of God and, and experience that. I, you know, obviously what I just cited that example um, and then ultimately their gifts, right? There's yes. Pulling out of them what God has placed inside of them. Yeah. Yes. And everyone has something significant, don't they? Exactly. Yes. See, we have to look at, we have to look at that. I think that's deeper than just looking at their outward actions. Mm. And if we see them through, I mean, my goodness, God saw things in me that I never expected. Mm -hmm. I never thought I would be doing this or even be, um, can I use the word qualified? (laughs) But look what he has done. And he does that with everybody. Mm. Every one of us are, are capable. God wants us all to enter into that, who we are in him. Yeah. So good. And we have the kingdom community and the website is on, is on the screen right now. It's kingdomcommunity.global. If you're looking guys to connect with others, to be part of a family, if you're looking for, uh, equipping, training, so you understand your purpose, um, your identity, all those type of things. We offer that training. We're going to be doing more things. Uh, and then ultimately to see you activate and sent out into your assignment. So go to kingdomcommunity.global. Just click on the membership link and sign up, and then we'll be in touch with you. Lois, I know you do a lot of training and equipping as well. You've mentioned that on your website, which is loisfluelling.com. You have um, resources. You've written quite a few books. Tell yeah. tell our uh, our audience what's available, how they can connect with you. Sure, on my um, website, I do. I've written four books. Uh, I'm going to be starting a new one uh, from my experiences uh, that I just recently had over the last summer and so forth. But um, my first book is Emerge, and that is about actually my journey. It's about the cave, being in a cave, and then what God did for me coming out of that cave. And then I wrote the book uh, Turned Around, which is about the various encounters that God, and so I talk about different God encounters that um, we can have. Well, a lot of it came out of my own experiences. And then um, last spring, it was interesting, um, God downloaded uh, a couple of books. One is called Step Into New Beginnings because he He just downloaded uh, these eight phases that we go through uh, and to step into the new beginnings that he has available for us. And then um, uh, Hidden Treasures Within is the 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 last book that I wrote, which talks about um, God just wants you to know how much is inside of you, you know? And so um, he, this whole book, and it does have strategies in there mm-hmm. and it, and so forth. So I have those four books. I do a, a podcast that is through Charisma uh, podcast network right now. That is on the website as well. I do a weekly podcast through that. And What's then I have your podcast, a new level awaits you. A new level awaits you. Okay, great. Yeah. And that, and so they can get it on Charisma Podcast Network or uh, Charisma does have one or two of my courses on there. But um, but most of my courses you can find right on my website as well. Um, and um, the new one that I'm doing 
right now, uh, beginning. That's going to be eventually up there as well. But they can go on there because we're doing that not just on site, but yep. we're also doing it um, live via Zoom. So uh, they can be a part of that eight-week course as well. Awesome. So. That's that's so good, Lois. So, guys, just to connect with Lois, her podcast, her books, her courses, head over to her website, loisfluelling.com. Mm-hmm. And Fluelling is spelled F-L-E-W-E-L-L-I-N-G. I got it right, didn't I, Lois? Yes, you did. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> awesome. So, thank you, um, Lois, for being a guest on our our show today. Any final words you'd like to share with our audience? I just want to speak into your lives. I want you to know that God is on the move, and He wants to take you to this this higher level of experiencing Him hearing him, spending time with him, enjoying him. Um, This is what he gave me that model. And this is my assignment. I want to encourage you go for it. Don't don't uh, dismiss yourself. Don't disqualify yourself. I'm telling you great things are in store for you. When you enter in and allow yourself and uh, to go to the place that God wants to do these wonderful, great things with you and for you and through you. I just want to decree one more thing over you. I just sense the Lord telling you that there are, there's much, much, much that he wants you to do through you. And I believe that he's he's speaking very strongly to some of you right now and that you're going to have an amazing God encounter that is going to take you to another level in him. So go for it. Go for it. God bless you. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Kingdom Encounter. My name is Glenn Blakeney. Again, what a blessing it was to have Lois with us. Check out our website. We've already mentioned that. It's loisfluelling.com. We love for you guys to partner with us as well to help us keep preaching the gospel of the kingdom to the nations. You can head over to the website awakenations.org forward slash donate. Awakenations.org forward slash donate. Bless you. We'll see you next time. Hey, Kingdom Community family, I want to invite you to join me on an amazing, life-changing trip this November 28th to December 7th. We're headed to South Brazil for a time of ministry and outreach and a conference in the mountains. We're going to get shut in with God. We're going to seek the Lord. We're going to worship. We're going to pray until the heavens come down. This is part of our Kingdom Community outreach and what we're doing around the world. We'll also be ministering in the communities, preaching in churches. It's going to be absolutely powerful. Love for you guys to be with us. If you're interested in knowing more, send an email to admin at awakenations.org, admin at awakenations.org, or also visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Blessings. Thanks for joining us today at the Kingdom Community. We trust that you are encouraged as a result of spending time with us. We exist to connect, equip, and send you out into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God. To learn more about the Kingdom Community, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Together, we are better.